This is Snowman in the Morning, where true sports talk lives. Next! What? Are you kidding me? You know what? That makes me mad. Well, we have reached the point of the season where it really, really matters. And that point of the season is called the playoffs. Yes, Jim Morris Sr., the playoffs. And they start tomorrow with, and tomorrow kicks off wild card weekend. And the wildest of the wild cards will kick off the weekend. And to help me break this down, Mike DeBate has joined me from Full Press Coverage. What's going on, Mike? I'm doing well, Snowman. How are you doing? Always a pleasure to speak with you on Wild Card Weekend, my friend. Happy New Year to you and the folks at Full Press Coverage. We got something cooking in the works, so y'all stay tuned for that. How about those Colts? (laughs) Well, you know, the Colts are riding a tremendous wave right now, and there's no question about it. Uh, Getting into the playoffs despite a 1-5 start. And it's, it's just been an amazing story, probably one of the most heartwarming and best stories in the NFL this year. Um, you know, they're entering the postseason on a hot streak and winning nine of their last ten regular season games. Um, you know, and, you know, they're also going to face a team this weekend, and we'll get into this in a little bit. You know, Houston started 0-3 before really igniting, you know, their, uh, you know, pilot to get lit and be able to go and, and move toward uh, a tremendous season there as well. So this is going to be a, a very, a very good game, but uh, you have to be a, you have to be really excited about what you see from the Indianapolis Colts. And this is only the beginning for the Colts. Andrew Luck is healthy. They've got some great receivers led by T.Y. Hilton. The best tight end in the game and Eric Ebron. And they've discovered a running game with Marlon Mack. Absolutely. No question about it. Marlon Mack has been a a tremendous, uh, you know, uh, uh, plus for this team. And, you know, what they've been able to do, their offensive line has really played extremely well. You have to give a lot of credit to David DiGuglielmo, who's done uh, a tremendous job really, uh, you know, revamping and injecting some life into that Colts offensive line. Um, yeah, they've just they've been able to run the ball well. They've been giving Andrew Luck a lot of time. Defensively, they've looked solid. So this is a very scary team to have to play on Wild Card Weekend. Um, you definitely don't envy the Houston Texans uh, with the Indianapolis Colts coming in playing as well as they have. Um, without question, they were able to uh, to really uh, do some great things this year. But the Texans have a formidable team as well, so I expect a good game on Saturday. But uh, this one uh, this one's going to be a, a fun one, and Colts fans are excited to have their team back in the, back in the mix. That game will take place at NRG Stadium in Houston. The other AFC wild card, two teams that have met before, the Chargers and the Ravens, and this time it's in Baltimore. And how big was that loss by the Chargers to the Ravens on, on a Saturday night when they basically had a chance to lock up the West and get a week off? They didn't, and now they have to come all the way east. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the Ravens have every reason to be optimistic. They clinched their first AFC North title since 2012. And, you know, that win against Los Angeles in Week 16 was really key in them taking the division. And it also put the Los Angeles Chargers on notice that this Baltimore Ravens team can not only take it to them, but they can beat them. Um, You know, Lamar Jackson, he's going to be the youngest quarterback in NFL history to start a playoff game at age 21, which is pretty remarkable in and of itself. He's been sensational. Uh, You know, he's a dual-threat playmaker. He's rushed. He's 
throne. And, you know, there's a lot of, uh, you know, reasons to be optimistic if you're a Baltimore Ravens fan, no question about it. The thing that I would caution everyone to be on, and that's not to overlook the Los Angeles Chargers. I had the uh, option to, or I had the opportunity, I should say, to be able to cover the LA Chargers uh, a couple of years ago. And this is a team that bringing Anthony Lynn in first, you know, last year and then having his second year this year, they've been able to feed off that energy. This is a team that is very capable of cooling even the hottest streaks. And they can go into a road environment, a hostile road environment, and be able to get the job done with the defense that they have and the offense playing as well as it has under Phillip Rivers. So this is going to be a really, really tough game, I think, for both teams. Uh, the Chargers definitely had their opportunity. They did drop one to uh, the Ravens, but they could use that as a way of motivating themselves to be able to get the job done and come in and not lose two to the Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens being at home, however, have to feel good about the fact that they faced this team once already, and they know they can get the job done. So, again, I think you're going to see another great matchup. Two AFC, you know, really great matchups that you're going to see on Wild Card Weekend and what really is one of the best weekends in professional football. Let's go to the NFC matchups, and we'll start in the Pacific Northwest in Seattle. The Dallas Cowboys and the Seattle Seahawks. The Cowboys back their way into the NFC East title. The Seahawks charge their way into the playoffs. This game will be uh, actually. I think this game will be. Uh, I think this game is played in Dallas. So you got two teams that, in essence, Mike, back their way into the playoffs. But here they are on Wild Card Weekend. Absolutely, without question. And yeah, you got two 10 and 6 teams coming in here. Um, I've heard a lot of Seahawks fans this week saying, oh, well, you know, they we, we beat the Cowboys already in September. Well, they're not going to be facing quite the same Cowboys squad. This Cowboys squad is a little bit more prolific on offense than it was in early September, when it, than it was in September early on in the season when these two teams faced. Uh, the addition of Amari Cooper uh, came in October, and that really did bolster Dallas's stacked offense. And, you know, we take back Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott. These guys have the ability to beat you on offense. This is a pretty, a pretty strong offensive team. But the Seahawks still boast the league's top rushing game, and I think that's really in part to Chris Carson um, and, you know, what he's been able to do this year. You cannot discount the experience of Russell Wilson in this circumstance. Wilson has been known to be able to carry a team on his back with the experience they've had and be able to get wins. And I think that's exactly what yeah, I think that's exactly what's going to happen here. Uh, Russell Wilson has played in six of Seattle's past seven playoff experience. Excuse me, yeah, seven playoff appearances. Um, the Cowboys have a strong presence at home. They do have rested starters. That's going to make them a little bit more hungry to come out of the gate. But I think the advantage that Russell Wilson brings to the team, uh, brings to this game uh, with the team in, uh, in Seattle, I think is going to be a little bit overwhelming for the Cowboys to be able to beat. But again, I look for a good game. I don't think there's going to be a blowout on the, uh, on the schedule this weekend. Of course, that's just my humble opinion. We might see four, <laughs> but uh, I really don't. I think I think so many of these teams are evenly matched, and the way the matchups are setting up, uh, this is going to be a great weekend for wildcard football. And the juiciest of all wildcard matchups will be in my hometown of Chicago at Soldier Field. The defending champion Philadelphia Eagles, led by, you guessed it, Nick Foles, will travel to the Windy City 
to take on Mitch Trubisky and the Chicago Bears? What? <laughs> if you started prognosticating this back right around when the Eagles were struggling to really string wins together and it looked like such a bad Super Bowl hangover uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, it would have been unheard of. Uh, preseason predictions for the Bears were definitely not that high. There's no question about it. People expected something out of them, but nothing you know, to this level. And really, a lot of people thought they were going to have trouble even cracking a playoff win. Uh, the addition of Khalil Mack has been unreal for this team. Um, the Chicago Bears have the top-ranked defense, and I think they're going to give the Eagles enough trouble. Um, but Matt Nagy has also really, I think, shaped Mitch Trubisky into a, a quarterback rating signal caller that really is one of the most formidable in the league. And I think that, to me, is going to be a really big factor here. Now, it could end up being postseason deja vu all over again for Philly and Nick Foles. Who would have thought that? Everybody thought Carson Wentz was coming back in. There were people that were talking about having Nick Foles traded in the offseason. Oh, yeah. There just wasn't any room for him. He had served his purpose. He brought the Super Bowl, but this was going to be Carson's team. When Foles has gone four and one this season, so you can't rule that possibility out. However, I think with the Bears, the way that they pr- uh, provide so much pressure on defense, that is a very, very tough defense to beat, no matter the quarterback that you face. That coupled with the Bears showing some prolific ability on offense under Mitch Trubisky and a lot of the guys that they have that are playing so well on the Bears offense, I think it might be a little bit too tough to expect the Eagles to come in and keep riding that magic. The fact that they got into the playoffs is amazing, but I think the clock might strike midnight on 4:40 on Sunday. Uh, I, I, you know, we we always joke about uh, about the Bears, and uh, you know, <laughs> if a certain course Dick uh, were coaching them, it'd probably be Bears 143, Eagles <laughs> five. But uh, no, in any case, I think you're going to see a much closer game than that, probably much closer than that. But uh, I think the Bears. Uh, uh, I think the Bears have the upper hand here all the way around. Oh, man. All right. Our Bosak Honda pigskin picks driven by Bosak Honda. Come see why it's better at Bosak. We'll start with the Saturday games. Both are in Texas. And I'm going to start in the NFC. And y'all know my reasoning for this. If you follow the show throughout the course of the season and the, the teams that we have shown a lot of love to, you know why I'm going to start in Dallas with the night game. Seahawks and Cowboys in Dallas, and, you know, the running game for Seattle, best in the league. You're right about that, Mike. But at the same time, I have the sneaking suspicion that Ezekiel Elliott will have a surprise. I'm going to go ahead and ride, and I'm going to go ahead and ride with the Cowboys at home. Interesting. Uh, very interesting. And look, the Cowboys could definitely pull this off. There's no question about it. I mean, they, like I said, the rest that they've had, the rest of their starters coming in, between Prescott and Elliott and Cooper and that three-headed monster in that offense. This is a team that can't put points on the board, so Seattle has to bring their A game. They have to be as good as they've been on both sides of the ball to be able to take it to the Cowboys in Dallas. Um, My feeling is that I just think that the Seahawks bring a little bit too much experience to the table. Um, Until we've been able to see Dallas be able to do it and go deep into the playoffs, um, I'm always going to go with the team that has the pedigree. That's why I'm going with the Seahawks in this one. I like them in a real close game. 
Let's go to Houston. The Colts and the Texans. That's the early wild card game on Saturday. And you don't even have to ask which way I'm leaning. The Colts are hot right now. The Tech the Texans are hot too. They're they're not the AFC South champions for nothing. But I go back to the game that these two played in Houston where the Colts put it together and stopped. That nine-game Texans winning streak, I'm going to lean. You know which way I'm leaning. Is it ever a secret? Andrew Luck and the Colts will take care of business in Texas. Yeah, and I agree with you on this one. I think that Andrew Luck is just wild during his, during this season, coming back from a shoulder injury that you know a lot of people were wondering if that was even going to hamper the rest of his career. Um, for him to come back, 67.3% of his passes completed, 4,593 yards, 39 touchdowns. This has been a tremendous campaign for him. And look, Deshaun Watson has been excellent. He started all 16 games for the Texans this year, had the season-ending ACL, cut short that season last year. They've been riding a hockey end as well, but I think that there's just a little too much mojo right now in Indianapolis, and these guys are feeling it on both sides of the ball, as are the Texans. I like the Colts in this one as well. I like them in a very, very tight game. As a matter of fact, I have the Colts winning this one 24-21. I think both D's are going to come to work, but I think both offenses are going to be able to put some points on the board. So I'm not looking for a track beat on offense. It's going to be There's going to be points on the board, but not as many as people may think. I like the Colts in this one. I like the Colts in this one as well. My beloved Dr. K, she's flashing the Colts strong in front of me while we're while we're doing this. Let's go to the <laughs> Sunday game. <laughs> yeah, see, big time, big time Colts here, man. Let's go to the Sunday games and let's start in Baltimore. Chargers and Ravens and I come back to something you said earlier in this broadcast. The Chargers can use the loss to the Ravens in Los Angeles as motivation and I think they do and I think Philip Rivers Philip Rivers and that pedigree that you've spoken about. Rivers's pedigree Will will come through, and his pedigree will come in the form of experience. Lamar Jackson is going to be great, but I think Philip I think uh, Philip Rivers and the Chargers are going to be licking their chops. I will give this one to the road team and the Chargers, and I say by four, twenty four to twenty. Yeah, I think we're very similarly matched when it comes to this. I like the Chargers in this one as well. Um, I love the story of the Ravens this year and what they've been able to do coming back from really the doldrums and a lot of people wondering whether or not this team was ever going to get a chance uh, at the playoffs. They put Lamar Jackson in, which was a bold move, and it has really, really proven uh, to be uh, the, the right thing for the Baltimore Ravens. But I think the Chargers' pedigree with Phillip Rivers, and I also look for that Chargers' defense to really step this up on the road. Um, I have this actually in a fairly low-scoring affair, despite of the fact that the Chargers' uh, offense has been playing you know, some prolific football. I think that Ravens' defense is going to be able to keep them somewhat in check, but I also think the Chargers defense steps it up against a rookie in Lamar uh, Jackson who doesn't have a whole lot of playoff pedigree yet. In fact, none. So I think that's going to show up a little bit here. I actually have this as a, uh, a nail-biter as well. I have the Chargers winning this one 20-17 to over the Baltimore Ravens. And the final game of Wild Card Weekend in my hometown of Chicago with that team that is located in a city that starts with, an, starts with a C, ends in an O, and a Hickok in the middle. The Bears will host the Philly Special and the Super Bowl champion Eagles. 
I got to go with the hometown team on this one. The Bears are on a roll right now, 12-4, and four, coming into wild card weekend. The Eagles got in by the skin of their teeth, but they're not the defending Super Bowl champions for nothing. I think this will be the playoff coming out party of not only Mitch Trubisky, but also Khalil Mack leading that ultra-strong defense. I give this one to the Bears, 24-14. Yeah, I, I almost uh, had that uh, relatively uh, relatively close. I, I actually I have um, I have it twenty one fourteen Bears uh, as a matter of fact. But uh, I think that it's been a great story for the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, the fans definitely are excited to have this team back in the playoffs. And what Nick Foles has been incredible. If for nothing else, if for any reason that the Philadelphia Eagles decide that it's time for them to move on from him. I mean, his stock is right now got to be through the roof. So it'll be interesting to see what happens in the offseason. But Eagles do have a game to play this weekend. And that game, I agree with you, is going to be Khalil Max coming out party when it comes to the playoffs. Bears offense and Bears defense right now, I think, stack up just a little bit better than the, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. Again, like I said, I have the Bears winning this one 21 to 14 over the Eagles. <laughs> No Philly special this weekend, although there may be one in the works. You never know what Doug Peterson is going to pull out. That's our pick skin. You never know what he's going to dial up. Yep. Eagles fans did not see that coming in last year's Super Bowl. I assure you of that. I've spoken to several that still have headaches about it. So it's, it's yeah. Especially on a fourth and goal at the one-yard line late in the first half. I, I listened exactly. to I listened to the radio broadcast, um, both from the Patriots side and from the and from the Eagles side. The Patriot the Patriots guys said, You gotta take three, right? And that's what they were thinking. That's what everybody in Minnesota was thinking. Doug Peterson yep. obviously had something else in mind and it worked. <laughs> no question about it. Absolutely no question about it. So you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens on Sunday. But uh, Wild Card Weekend is some of the best weekend, some of the some of the best football that you'll see all year long. Uh, it's always a lot of fun. I think you've got. I think every game is compelling in its own right this weekend. I think you've got some really great games on tap. Um, it's going to be a fun weekend. If you're a uh, if you're a football fan, especially if you're a fan of one of the teams that was lucky enough to have a first round by, such as my hometown team, the New England Patriots, the number one seeded Kansas City Chiefs. On the NFC side, the number one seeded New Orleans Saints, the number two seed, uh, the Los Angeles Rams. These are four teams that can really sit back, do some scouting, keep an eye open, but they can enjoy a lot of the, uh, the, uh, the NFL slate that's going on this weekend. Meanwhile, people of all of the teams that are playing this weekend are going to be biting their nails. They're going to be <laughs> We talked about this earlier in the season. We'll close right here. The most dangerous thing you can give Drew Brees and Sean Payton, they have time. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. You give a team a chance to rest. That is sometimes the worst possible thing that you can give them. There's a team up in Foxborough that gets an awful lot of rest on wild card weekend in their history. And it's well for them several times. It has indeed. This is going to be a very, very tough run for the patrons of Foxborough State, uh, Foxborough and Gillette Stadium, I should say. But um, this is, yeah, it's going to be, a, it's going to be a tough year. But um, you know, giving them that rest is exactly if there was a shot at the arm that they needed. Uh, it was to have that extra weekend of rest. So we'll 
see what happens. But good luck to all the teams playing out there this weekend. And especially good, good luck to the teams playing on Wild Card Weekend, which brings us to our question of the day. What's your favorite Wild Card Weekend memory? What's your favorite Wild Card Weekend game? Tweet the show at SIT Morning and let us know. Our pigskin picks for Wild Card Weekend, driven by Bosak Honda. Come see why it's better at Bosak. Go online to BosakHonda.com. Mike DeBay from Full Press Coverage. Find him online at FullPressCoverage.com. Follow him on Twitter at MDebateFPC and FPC underscore Patriots. Always a pleasure, my friend. Uh, always a pleasure, Brian. Enjoy the slate this weekend. Can't wait to break it down with you next week. Have a great weekend, folks. Enjoy the wild card games. God bless. Remember to make your next move your best move. And always remember, if your dreams don't scare you, then they are not big enough. We'll break it down next week. So, man out. I'm a dog.